Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage is a podcast hosted by Meg and Phil Kearns, discussing all of life's ups and downs as they pertain to relationships, parenting, and life in general. Welcome to Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage. I am Meg. I'm Phil. And we're married this week, right? Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> so we kind of hinted last week about what we were going to talk about this week. And that is our decision that we are, as a family, finished adding children to our circus. Yes. And I didn't ever think that that was going to be an easy decision for me. Simple. <laughs> it was very simple. I think it was it was very simple for you, especially because I don't think you ever envisioned yourself with children, much less more than one child. Probably correct. <laughs> Why did that change? You. Yeah. I'm pretty persuasive. Basically. I mean, I didn't ever really envision myself getting married either. What? You came along. Yeah. I never had really good luck with women. You didn't think you were going to get married? No. Huh. I just figured I'd do my thing. I figured I would always, I always figured I would be a mom. And in order to be a mom, I would have to be married. Like that was my personal choice in that. You don't have to be married. No, to be but a I'm mom, saying but that yeah. was that was my progression of things. I wanted to be married. I wanted to be a mom. Like that was my trajectory of life. I didn't think I was going to get married. I definitely didn't really have a desire to have kids before I met you. I don't think you had a desire to have children until Ryder was born and you were holding him. No. And I think that's okay. That's not true. No, I think it's okay because it doesn't really become real for you until the baby is like here. Like yeah, you can feel him kicking like in. Like by putting your hand on my stomach, but you're not feeling what I feel having no, a baby. Because I mean, if I wouldn't have had the desire, I don't. I don't know. I don't think I, I forced you into having kids. No, but I could have fought longer or harder to not have them if I wanted to. Yeah, but it's kind of nice that our first. I knew was you a wanted boy. to have kids as soon as I like started dating you, so I was resigned to the fact that I was going to have <laughs> resigned. Them there you go. I guess uh, that's probably not the right word. But no, because I don't think it's that you did not want them. I think it's because you just didn't ever like think about it. It wasn't something that was part of your. It wasn't a make or break for you. No. Whereas if you I had told been me, happy either way. I yeah. Think. And if you had told me like, "Hey, I don't ever want to have children," I would have been like, "I'm sorry, this isn't working out." Because <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, force probably. somebody to have kids with me who doesn't want to have kids with me. But I was a lot more excited when I heard his heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You were, and I think. When because we found like, when we found out it was a boy, that was really special, because I don't think yeah. I don't think you cared. Not that you didn't care, but I don't think you had a preference either way. But then knowing that it was a boy and that he was going to have your last name was a big deal because you're the only Kearns. That, that, can that wasn't as the big Kearns of a name. deal. The last name wasn't as big of a deal as putting Vito in his name was because yeah, I never really wanted to have kids or not necessarily wanted to. Just thought that I would. But I did know, like, if I ever had a son, that I was going to put his name in there. Mm -hmm. So knowing that I was going to be able to do that. Was a big deal. Yeah, because there was all of my uncles except one had just girls. Yeah. On my mom's side. So there was the possibility of just having girls. Yep. And we had a boy. I thought I would only ever be a boy mom. I didn't think we were ever going to have a girl. Not because I didn't want to have a girl. Of course, I wanted to have anything that we were given. But... I just figured that I'd always be a boy mom. And then I was super psyched when we found out that Addie was a girl because I was like, cool, <laughs> we can retire. 
We could be done after two. We could be done with this baby making and get on with our lives and look at what we have now. And I think we made a good we made a good choice though. Knox is pretty awesome. Yeah, he's cool. He is. And I like after having Addie, I remember I was like, Yes, we have one boy, we have one girl. That's wonderful. We're very lucky. But I never felt like I was finished. And I always I felt like I was finished. I always wanted three. But after like I went back and forth. I think we both did. We went back and forth. I'd more me more than you. You know, do we have another one? Do we not have another one? And I remember saying, like, I think when we decided we were going to try for number three, we said, we'll give it three months. And at the end of three months, nothing happens and we're not going to have a third and we'll be done. And then at the end of one month, we were like, you know, we've got some stuff that's coming up. We probably shouldn't have a baby right now. <laughs> uh, we're, we'll just wait. We'll be fine. It is what it is. And, <laughs> yeah. and like the we next week, we were, pregnant. yeah. And the next week, we were like, oh, by the way, we're having a third baby. <laughs> and I'm so glad, like, I'm just. The only Knox reason that I like agreed to have a third one already was because you had this idea in your head that we were going to wait until Addie was like five to try again. And I was like, no, <laughs> that is that why was we tried the when only we did. reason we tried when we did, because you were like, if we're going to do this. We're I gonna was do it not going to like if we were going to wait until she was five, we weren't having another one. Yeah, I just I, I thought that was so funny because you went from we'll see about having a third too if we're having a third we're gonna do it now right and i was like we're oh in okay. this now like i'm not i'm not getting out of this and then going back into it on purpose yeah but at the same and time now I can... i'm not going back into it at all and here's thank the you thing. dr chubb <laughs> but here's the thing like having kids the way that we had them like two years literally two years to, like four six zero or four six zero that would be the years that they were born 14 16 18 um but we had like right now Rider is four, Addie is two, baby is zero. Right. That's a lot harder than I thought it was. I didn't think it was going to be easy. I didn't think it was going to be easy, but I remember, I think I told my mom this. I told her it was her fault because she made having three kids look easy. But that's partially because she was very good at what she did. And the other part is because there was like nine years between my brother and I. <laughs> the oldest right. and the youngest. Not four years. <laughs> so that puts a little bit of a dynamic spin on it because they are so young right. the, the level of independence is very low <laughs> like, but they'll all go like hopefully there'll be close. a time there'll be a time where they're all in the same school no they won't yes there will you think yeah i don't know he'll be in kindergarten his writers in oh, fifth okay. grade okay, I okay. Think. yeah i was thinking high school and i was like i don't think it's gonna happen no but you'll get one college and the next one two years later and then the next one two years after that and yep. boom 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 it's going to be hard now, but... I can tell you the exact moment I knew we were finished having kids. It was about 30 minutes after we had Knox. We have Knox. Nurses all leave. It's just you and me and my parents and Evan and Colleen. And they're all, like, we're all standing in there. And I just remember, like, I was holding Knox in my hands. Everybody was talking. I'm holding Knox in my arms. And I just kind of looked up and I was like, I'm done having kids. And I remember you looked at me and you were like, what? And I said, I'm finished having babies. I'm never going to have a baby again. I don't want to be pregnant again. I don't want to push out a baby again. I'm just done. And you were like, sounds good to me. <laughs> and I think I was just so worried before, because you never know what's going to happen during a pregnancy. Like you never know up to like, until that baby is in your arms, you just, you don't know what, what the world will bring. And even after you don't know, but I just, I worry of course about everything. And so once he was here and he was safe, I was like, I'm finished. I'm done. We're, we're shop closed, retired. No more iPads. I'm all done. <laughs> and I think you were okay with that. 
because we never discussed having any more than three ever. We never discussed having three really until we had two. Well, I think I always said I would I would be happy with two, but I'd always wanted three. You may have said that. Yeah, you never I said really it. Really said it to me. Oh, I said it to you plenty. No, of I don't times. think so. No, you would just say okay, or I like two, or I was happy with one. I know you were, but I wouldn't go back. Can't go back. So thinking <laughs> about going back. No, but I'm I'm saying I'm glad we did it the way that we did it. I'm glad we have the three that we have. I mean, I don't know a parent that would say otherwise, but I do think as crazy I mean, as our until... kids, as crazy as our kids are, I do think they're pretty cool. Like they're very unique in their own ways. They're a lot of fun to watch. The dynamic between the three of them is pretty neat. And that's just going to continue as they get older. I'm still worried that you'll get pregnant again until we get the all clear. <laughs> well, let's hope that doesn't happen because I don't want to have any more babies. I don't either. So you can sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I think the decision to not have any more kids is a big decision, but for us, it wasn't big at all. I think it's, I don't know if it's a big decision or not. I, I, I mean, I can only go off of what we Yeah, but it's a, like it's did. a permanent decision. So I think there's It's some only people. a permanent decision if you do like what I did and yeah. had a vasectomy done. Yeah, yeah. Like, otherwise, you're just taking or using some sort of birth control yeah. or... But Not for us, it's, like I said, for us, it's a permanent decision. Like, right. no more, which is good for us because well, we are finished. But for you, it's fine. Like you, you're just in the mindset that you're done. Mm-hmm. Like, but if something were to happen to me or to our relationship or whatever, and you met somebody else and you two decided that you wanted to have a kid together, I you could, could you could still do that. For me, it was a permanent decision, and the and like the doctor made it very clear that it needed to be a permanent decision and i looked him in the eye and said like if something happens to meg or to our relationship like the person i'm going to be with if i even go down that road is going to have to be okay with the fact that i come with three kids and that's it (laughs) and that done is done because i'm done like i don't want to pay for any more kids and i think the other thing is that we age-wise i think right like, it's nice to know that we're finished having children so that we can enjoy the three that we have and still, you know, make plans for the future as well as be hopefully be around to see them if they decide to have kids. I think we just close the chapter of our lives and start a new one. I feel almost relieved. Like, we can actually get on with life. Like, I feel like for the last five years, because, you know, the one, the nine months before Ryder was born, so we'll just call it five years. Yeah. It's been dedicated to having kids. Having kids, raising kids, changing our life to... I mean, we're always going to be raising these kids, yeah, but... but not in this age age range. We don't have like to these... worry about another one popping up. Right. Right. And this is... I, I think every, portion, every part of having kids is difficult. Like, it all comes with its own worries and anxieties and, and challenges. But I think the one we're in right now is very attentive like we have to be on all the time because literally right now i am the lifeline to the smallest one and have been the lifeline to all of them in some succession over the last five years so in order for us to move to the next chapter that means that they're getting older and being a little bit more independent and we're able to do things in a different fashion and right well there's not much independence even for the oldest one no he's still young right he's he's four years old yeah you know he doesn't and he's trying. He wants to learn how to put his shoes on and he can put his shoes on. Zip his coat and stuff like that. But 
Otherwise, there's not a whole lot. You know? Yeah. Got, he's got a lot to learn. I mean, got a lot to teach him. Yeah. But but now we can focus on doing that and not having more kids. We're also right. out of rooms in our house, so that's a pretty big deciding fact. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bunk beds. <laughs> yeah, well, we are out of rooms, so there there's no other rooms to make into nurseries. I think it's a hard. Uh, I don't know. What? I think it would be a harder decision to just keep going. Like, how do those people that have? I met a woman who has six children. She's just there a little bit older than I There was a family that went to our church that lived one street over. She actually babysat us for a while. They had they had at least eight kids <gasps> of their own. Of I, their I own. Think, I think. Well, they didn't. I don't think they adopted any of the kids. So she had at least eight children were there but any I multiples one set of twins but oh. i think i think they had 12 when it was all said and done <gasps> that's so many it's a lot of kids think about that if you that's have a, a even if you have one kid a year <laughs> that's the oldest one is if if the number was 12 the oldest one is 12 how big does your kitchen table have to be <sighs> like where do you have to live well like, i remember because uh they were she was babysitting for us. Not really baby. Like, we would just get off the bus and she would watch us for, like, an hour or something. Yeah. And uh, they were getting ready to... They were... Um, because we would go up there. It was the attic. And they were turning the attic into bedrooms. Uh-huh. Like, like legit turning the attic yeah. into bedrooms. Yeah. So, they... I'm sure they had to add on to the back of the house or something, too. Like, how do you get enough room? I think their oldest son, though, was getting ready to graduate high school and they were still having a baby. I mean, there's help then. There's help with the other kids if you're older. Oh yeah, they were all enough. helping. Yeah, at some point, I think the older the older ones raised the littler ones. Like they helped I'm raise sure, them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not good. That's Twelve is kids. too many. Twelve is too many. I mean, maybe it wasn't me. twelve, but even eight. Eight is too many for me. I mean, anything more than three is. That's I don't think lot. that my brain can handle it. So I really put it out to the people who have four or more, because clearly they've got it down. Like they've got either a science or a schedule, or they've got to know. Or a nanny or something. Something that like these people are superheroes because three is a lot for us. It's a great amount. I like it. It's perfect. It's exactly what I've always wanted. But I couldn't imagine more than that. <laughs> I can babysit for a couple of kids, like have friends over and that kind of thing, and watch their kids. But to have them full time, no, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. Watch do us kind of like watch us like in five years decide that we wanted to like adopt or something. No, <laughs> you maybe. No thanks. No, I'm done. I do kind of like, I don't know. What? When people with one kid or two kids start complaining. Everybody's challenging their I different. know. But when they start complaining about like how busy the kids are or whatever, I'm like, yeah, put another one in there. <laughs> See how <laughs> that goes. Did you ever goes. hear that comedian who said having three kids is like uh, treading water and then someone hands you a baby? <laughs> Was that like Jim Gaffigan or something? Yeah, I think so. It had yeah. to, I think it had to be. But I just that always makes me laugh because I can picture that very well. Especially now, I'm kind of like, yes, that's exactly what having three children is like. Though I feel like I'm doing okay. I wouldn't say I'm excelling, but I think we're doing okay with the three. I don't think we were excelling with just two, <laughs> so whatever. I think it's hard to excel in parenthood. What? I think it's like Who that class in college. You're excelling? I think it's like that class in college where people are like, nobody ever gets an A. Like, you don't get an A in parenting. Who's grading? It's either a pass or fail. Right. Who's, who's grading, though? I don't know. Life. I don't know. That's I think I will consider it a pass if our children grow up to be like valuable members of society. Like they're not cruel. They're not, you know, they're, they participate. They're kind. They're great outside the house. <laughs> That's what really, I keep hearing. From what we understand. 
Yeah, every time somebody else watches them, they're like, oh, they're so polite. I'm like, really? Though I do I do notice that Addie is very polite as far as, I mean, we were at dance the other day. And she said, I would like to go say goodbye to Miss Morgan, please. And I was like, okay, have at it, kiddo. And, you know, Ryder will say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yeah, he has to be reminded more, but <laughs> the funniest thing. I remember when um, we just took him to get the flu shot. <laughs> and she was still crying after getting stuck with that needle. In flailing like a <laughs> crazy person, which probably made it worse. Yeah. But like she's neither one of neither one of us even said anything to her. And she's crying and in between cries she's like, Thank you. Oh yeah. And I was like, Really? I would, wasn't gonna make you say thank you to this person, but okay. Yeah. And they, they I think it's this is I think we've talked about this a little bit before, that this is their safe space. Like, home is their safe space. So they're going to let all of their guards down. They're going to be the worst version of themselves because they're safe here. And they can try out different things, different behaviors, and things like that. Because they know no matter what, they're loved here. Whereas in public, right. at school, at dance, those people don't have to like them. <laughs> no. So it behooves them a little bit more to behave well in order to get the things that they want to get. Because A, they know that those people are going to tell their parents. <laughs> And B, like I said, those people don't have to don't have to love and care for them like we do because we are their parents. So clearly they know that there's unconditional love here. But because of that, they act like brats half the time because they can. I don't even think it goes that deep. I do. I doubt it. I don't think that any thought process goes into it. No, I don't think they're thinking. Them. I don't think they're thinking it that way. I think it's just an innate thing. Like, they know this is a safe place. They're not like, oh, this is my safe place. I'm going to be a brat. No, they just, they know what the rules and boundaries are, and they're going to push them. Because they know that... Mostly they know what they can get away with. Yeah, but they also know that if they push those boundaries, no matter what, we're still going to love them and care for them. We're not going to, like, kick them out on the street. Not that somebody else is, but we are their parents. We are all that they've ever known. So the likelihood of us giving them up, very, very low. True. So this is where they're going to test out things. Whereas with, like, your parents or my parents, they're just excited to see him. So they're going to do what they're asked. And they're going For to be the polite. Part, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be polite. They're going to follow the rules. Especially yeah, since we're consistent. They're still going to fight with each other, though. Oh, gosh, they? yeah. They're going to fight with each other until they go off to college. <laughs> they might even fight there, too. <laughs> Only if they go to the same place, I guess. I didn't really fight with my sister at the same college. No. You were also a little bit farther apart. Two and a half years. Yeah, weren't you three years in school? Or were you two years in school? Two. Oh, okay. That's not bad. That'll be about the same. But the likelihood of our kids going to the same college as each other is probably pretty low. I don't think a lot of siblings go to the same colleges. Unless it's like a state school. Maybe. I don't know. I'd be okay if our kids didn't go to a state school. Not because I don't like them. Just because they have to pick of whatever they want to go to. Wherever they want to go to. I don't want them to be limited. Who knows what college is going to look like when they have to go. Yeah. Who knows if whatever trade or profession they pick is even going to constitute headed to college there's so many things to think about they're so little and they still have so much of their lives left to live yeah hopefully (laughs) yeah like anything can happen yeah that's that's part of the thing that i worry about just as a parent in general like i said you just i consider a success them you know being i just worry about the two boys i worry about the two boys because of my history Uh uh-huh that's why you get them checked like regularly at the doctor uh, but yeah but i mean you never know at some point, we're going to have to have that conversation. Yeah. That's going to be real fun. Well, it's, you've got several years, again, far in the future. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, 
that rule that my dad had for us is growing up, us girls growing up, I guess worked for Evan too. If it didn't get you uh, killed, pregnant, or thrown in jail, you could probably do it. I, mean, I feel like that's a pretty good rule to live by, especially till you're 18. Yeah. After you're 18, it's kind of on you. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to be done though. Yeah, I'm just, I'm looking forward to some of the next things. Like some of the, you know, going on family trips because I'm not going to be pregnant anymore <laughs> or being able to. I'm looking forward to like no car seats in the car. Uh, dude, you've got years. I know, but I'm looking forward years. to that. Or like Them buckle, all. buckle yourself. <laughs> be able to buckle yourself. I'm looking like, forward to buckle yourself. We're we're halfway to buckle yourself with Rye. I know. I know, it's, I know we have years because the one's just getting started, but. Those are the types of things that I'm looking forward to when we decide, like, we're making last-minute plans to go somewhere isn't, like, a deal-breaker. Yeah. We don't have because to worry right about nap time and like, feeding and yeah, how yeah. many things you have to bring. And we'll have the ability to be more How long is it going to take me to buckle them in the car when it's cold? Yeah. And my thing is just not being tied as a food source. Like, I'll feed Knox until he's done nursing. But after that, like, I'm done. I can have my body back, which will be nice. Yeah. Because, I mean, as a parent, you do what you got to do. Fed is best. We just happen to be lucky that he chooses to nurse. But that also means it's, I mean, it's a it's a stressor on me as a as a mom. Just because it's, again, I'm tied to his, his schedule and middle of the night feedings and all that kind of stuff. You can't do that for me. No, but <laughs> no. No, and it, I wouldn't ask you to. And I can't feed him, but I get to do everything. Everything else is you are really good at if I go in there now, he'll want to eat. He will, because he can tell. I so guess, especially right now, I'm sure. But what I'm asking you, just to go in and put a binky in. That's different yeah, than but like sitting there. Just put, it's never just put a binky in. You gotta be good at it. You gotta be stealth, man. He's already wide awake. Can't let him see you. There's no way you cannot <laughs> let him see you. I'm hardly awake by the time I get in there. I gotta get down close to be able to see. <laughs> make sure I put it in his mouth, not his like nose or his eyeball. That's a, but also, that's like, a also he is wide awake, kicking, and he, he always... He's been talking lately at, like, 1 a.m. He always is, uh, as soon as I get in there, he's like, ah, like, big old <laughs> smile and everything. I'm like... Which is exciting. It's nice to like, yeah, to see you. it's great to see you. I could... I would love to see the smile at 7 a.m. when the other two are, like, up. Yeah. No, that's the hard part is that he... Because of his the way his feeding has changed, the way his nursing schedule has changed, as he gets bigger, he's still, I mean, at this age, he still is up at least once a night, but he right. only needs to eat once at night. But there are other times because he's no longer swaddled, he's trying to figure that out, he's starting to roll, he's starting to figure that out, like, he can't, he doesn't keep himself asleep as easily, so we have to sometimes go in and put the binky in. But again, if I go in there, he smells me and he's like, ah, I'm awake now, I get to eat. Like, no, you, we can't. So there are times where I just have to be like, get up and go in. quick." And the other part about the midnight feeding is, well, middle of the night feeding is like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., is that I worry that because he's making so much noise, he's going to wake the other two. And there's nothing I want less than for Addie to wake up in the middle of the night. Because if she wakes up, she thinks she's supposed to be awake. Yeah. It's so half happen. the time it's I'm like, eventually, but... I'm surprised that like the door jam doesn't have a permanent like notch in it for my shoulder. I hit that stupid thing like twice a week in our room. Because I'm not awake until I hit, like, middle of the hallway. Or the door jam. <laughs> but, again, this too shall pass. Everything yeah, is a I'm season. Yeah, I'm sure in the next phase of their lives, we'll, when we're losing sleep over whatever it is, we'll be like, God, it was so much easier when they were having... <laughs> when it was when just, they were confined to a crib. When he was wanting to, to eat. Yeah. 
we were waking up for them to eat, that was a lot easier than worrying about how late they're going to be out. Oh, yeah. Or if they're going to get home before curfew or whatever. I I think it just changed. Like, I think you always worry, but the nature of your worry changes. I don't know. I think the kids don't even like going out anymore. They just play on the computer, so you have to worry about what sickos in a chat room or whatever. Yeah, there's that part. I think I think kids go out, especially if they do sports and stuff, which hopefully our children want to play. I did ask Ryder what he wanted to play this year. Lacrosse! Okay. He's playing baseball. He's not playing baseball. He's playing lacrosse. He's playing baseball. He's playing lacrosse. Baseball. He's going to give lacrosse a try. If he doesn't like it, he can go back to baseball. He didn't like baseball. That's only because they made him run around the bases and he didn't get the concept of touching every base. And then he would go straight from second to home. Smart enough to know that the shortest distance, straight line. Or if he'd quit looking backwards over his shoulder every time he ran. He didn't like baseball because he thought he was fast and then he found out he wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) He, oh, because again, he keeps looking backwards. If he just focuses on looking forward, he's fine. Ryder's not going to like sports for a while. I think it's hard. He's just not. You never know what he's He doesn't listen enough in general. Like, doesn't listen enough. He's four. I know. That poor coach baseball that guy was hurting cats for that real. guy for hours hours yeah. on whatever day was it thursdays i don't know what day it was whatever it was there was like three or no four idea. practices that were half an hour each where he had different ages of essentially toddlers i hope they paid him pretty well they had oh please i hope so they, they coach pete was great well. but i i feel I'm bad sure for that they man they didn't pay him very well i feel bad for that man I love, I love our. If he wasn't getting like all of the tuition minus, I don't even know how much it costs for our kid to go. Let's just say a hundred bucks. If he wasn't getting like eighty-five of that hundred bucks <laughs> from every person signed up, he wasn't getting paid enough. No, and there were like Seriously. ten kids at ours. Yeah, ten. It was a, it was a lot of kids. Oh, like, I don't know. Just the fifteen dollars that it, the one place that put it together should have gotten. Yeah. But I'm sure he was probably the one getting the $15 per kid. I hope not. What if he was a volunteer? That would be crazy. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just, I'm glad we're finished. I appreciate you quite literally taking one for the team. No more current kids from our house. Somebody else can take over that responsibility and that job. We are retired. We've done our part. Now we have to raise them. (laughs) And hopefully raise them well. Yeah, we haven't done our full part yet. No, no way. Our job's never done. Our job, I don't think, is done until they start having their own and then we get to be grandparents. But that is hopefully very, very far in the future. Yeah. <laughs> having kids while you're under my roof is not acceptable here. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and say that we'd rather that not happen. But again, life is what it is. We will uh, cross that bridge when we get there. Unacceptable. <laughs> yes, I agree, dear. Again, what was the rule? If it doesn't get you killed, pregnant, or put in jail. Covers all of those bases. Yep. (laughs) Just saying. Unacceptable. But we have decided that we're not having kids anymore. Whether you decide to have kids in general. Permanently end that situation (laughs) or not. Yeah, whether you decide that you don't want to have kids at all. You just want to be a married couple or a single person. Or if you decide you want to have one kid or 15 kids. Or if you just decide God that you've had you. you've had one and then you don't want to have any more. I think to literally to each their own and nobody gets to decide but whomever is part of that relationship. I don't know. I think it just depends on where everybody is in their lives and what they want to do and how they foresee their lives to be. And again, that can change. You went from zero kids to you are a father of three. Salt yeah, and pepper hair even, and all. I can't even 
imagine 15. <laughs> I just pulled a number on it. I, don't I think know, but still. A lot of people are doing 15 kids. I can't even imagine 15. No, no thank you. You have to become a shell at some point. Yeah, like, I feel it's like after a shell. three. I feel like a shell now. You didn't push out three family-sized turkeys. Well, I'm, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> the equivalent. That's, I that's feel what like happened. a shell now. I feel it like at some point, like especially the the woman in the situation has to just become a shell at some point. It's gotta be. It's very rough on the body. Your organs are not in the right place after like three <sighs> or four kids. I'm not sure they ever go back. I mean, they say they do. I'm pretty sure my stomach's still up under my ribs. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> But on that note, we appreciate you tuning in this week and we look forward to chatting with you next week. If you have already left a review for us on your favorite podcast player, we truly appreciate it. If not, you'd like to leave us a review. We'd love to read it. If you want to chat with us off the podcast, Instagram and Twitter is where you can find us. LMBC pod. We're over there on both platforms. We look forward to chatting with you and we will talk to you again next week. Bye.